0: The Heather McCoy Show. Yes, it is. It is the Heather McCoy Show. And that was a tune yards from their Elm hook Kill" with all caps. And there's a little, uh, what do you call it? Slashes in there, and, and it's a song called Gangsta. If you didn't get it by the time they were repeating it over and over again, this is the Maquasha once again on a Tuesday morning. And then um, again, um, we're gonna be taking calls 949 824 5824 is a number to call in. What is your favorite or least favorite story that if you turn on the TV and hear it again, you're gonna just completely scream and yell? Um, I've listed a few. The Obamacare was first called Romney Care. Everything being capital related, you know, Olympic uniforms, braids, and they're made in China. Gasp. (gasps) You know, I am I'm sure everything I'm wearing has been made in China. Um, And then um, or maybe you have your own major annoyance. The number nine four nine eight two four five eight two four if you want to talk about that um in one last sports story news item from the world of nascar um one of the things that i really dislike about um nascar at the moment is their drug testing policy it's really really twisted um on july 7th of this year aj allmendinger was suspended from the coke uh, 0400 at daytona uh, international Speedway based on a urine sample taken a week prior uh, before an event. The A sample from Almondinger came back positive for, positive for substances banned by NASCAR. Almondinger did request that a sample test B be, be tested. The results from the B sample still to be determined, but if the B sample comes back positive, NASCAR's pulse, drug policy states that he or any other driver is suspended indefinitely. Um, the problem with that policy is that if the A sample comes back with a po- false positive, or in AJ's case, he claims that he tested positive for a stimulant he didn't know that was on the list of banned substances, um, is, is that the results are known to the public. So obviously I'm talking about it right now. Obviously the damage has been done to his career and he's gonna be known as the driver other than Jeremy Mayfield who was tested I think in 09 when they first instituted the test and Jeremy Mayfield tested positive for meth. And then that was in court for quite a long time and it was uh, on the last, I think it was on the circuit of appeals and it was almost about to get to the Supreme Court. Jeremy ran out of money, didn't appeal, and uh, a few weeks later, after that, he—I I don't know if it was before or after. I think it was before. A few weeks before the final decision, and they tossed out his case. Uh, police went to his fa- house and found stolen property, and of course, after you find stolen property, you find the meth. Um, so obviously, you know, he his his the damage has been done to his name. They they dragged it through the mud before fully knowing the situation um the other two so um the other two problems is that if the false positive on the b sample gets tested by the same lab um, and so it's basically the same urine sample it's just an a sample and a b sample if it gets t- tested by the same lab with an indefinite suspension hanging over the driver's head if that comes back positive it's like um you don't have the time to say you look back and say is this driver guilty it seems like the driver's basically saying oh it's guilty before proven innocent instead of innocent before proven guilty um so uh the, the, the last part is the transparency so like when like so the a to me like i don't know what's on the list of banned substances nobody does and then nascar wouldn't say what aj was uh came back positive for but he he came out and he, his camp just said, oh, it was a stimulant. And so they need to really make that list available to the public. And then to me, you have to come back positive on your A and B test before you actually pull somebody from their race car and then, you know, substantially damage your career, which it is already damaged. Um so, I mean, there's a lot of issues with this, and so I do fully support random drug testing because, as I said before, it did catch Jeremy Mayfield doing meth, but it, it, the way NASCAR goes about it, it seems totally twisted. So, um, yeah, the, the meth charges, those haven't come up yet. Like, um, the, the criminal charges against Jeremy Mayfield, those are still pending, and I haven't read anything about uh you know when they're gonna prosecute or the the stolen equipment is when he basically he was left without a, a team and so um Jeremy Mayfeld started his own racing team and then they basically said that he stole property from I think Red Bull Racing and never gave it back and it was just kind of like an extended borrowing kind of thing um so, yeah, in other news, in other NASCAR news, Casey came won this last weekend at I forget what track. There was a surprise there. He drives for Hendrick Motorsports. So, that's really another amazing thing about NASCAR is they always just go, Oh, why is nobody watching? Well, I can tell you why nobody watching is it, it, because unless you're on a street course, or I'm sorry, they don't do street courses, unless you're in a, um, a road circuit or as a restrictor plate. The winner is either coming, most likely, 99% of the winner is coming from Gibbs, Roush, Hendrick, And if you're not one part of the, one of those teams, it's a big upset if you actually win. So it's just, I like how they go, well, ratings are down. People find it boring. Well, that's probably the reason why. Um, so let's see. In other news, um, this is like one of those kind of, it's great that they found him, but at the same time, is like, what can you do? Because he's old. Um, and one of the last most-wanted Nazi war criminals that was still at large has been located in Budapest. Lazar Koskley. I, yeah, I don't know how to say that, accused of collaborating to send 15,700 Jews to their death at Auschwitz, was found by Britain's tabloid newspaper The Sun. The photos taken by The Sun show the Nazi fugitive standing by his door just wearing socks and underpants. So you can kind of say he was caught with his pants down. Um, Laszlo denies the accusations of participating in the Holocaust and sending Jews to Auschwitz. However, the Simon Wiesenthal Center up in L.A. Uh, presented new evidence to uh, Hungarian prosecutors. Um, he is 97. If you were just, like, listening to that story and you are wondering, how old is this man? He's 97. And um, war criminals that are that old usually kind of skate. Um, I'm thinking of former Chilean President Pinochet. He... Gave the old I'm senile kind of act, and then like he kind of leapt up from his wheelchair as soon as he was like, "Oh, you're too old, you're too decrepit," and then it's like, "Oh, I'm fine, I'm okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start doing D D R, you know, Digital Dance Revolution or whatever that was." and So um, yeah, usually getting war criminals at 97 or prosecuting them this is extremely hard. Um, speaking of Chile, the other hard thing to do is. Um, the man who actually put Pinochet in the in the power, and Pinochet, if you don't know, he ruled. He came to power in about 1972, and I think he left. Oof, I, for, I forgot when he left. He probably, I think it was like the late or late 80s. Um, the man who put him there was Harry Kissinger, and Harry Kissinger, Warren criminal, still gets the room around, shoot the breeze with Charlie Rose, you know, bull crap him on his little show and sound educated and smart and and nuanced when he's a war criminal. Um that's that's one thing. Is uh, United, the United States has done some really horrible things in the prosecution of the Cold War and we always say, "Oh, the Russians they did such and such to you know, different countries that are around Russia." you know, just in different imperial acts. And I know a, a call around here in the U.S. In the, in the mid-90s, thanks to the VC Boys, was, oh, free Tibet, you know. Um, and that that's kind of an, an example of Ch- China's imperialism, but it doesn't seem like we want to do anything to bring to, you know, reckoning our imperialist issues. Um, I would love to see Harry Kissinger was behind bars and then Charlie Rose in the dark room interviewing him in the prison cell and still, oh, well, you're a very dignified man, Mr. Kissinger. You know, that would be really awesome. The other people that come to mind is Bush, Rumsfeld, and Cheney. I think those three definitely need it for Abu Ghraib um, for invading Iraq in the first place when they knew they have no uh, mis- weapons of mass destruction. Um, and I would almost say, I'm, and this is, I'm still, <clears throat> I'm still kind of making it my, my mind on this. But I would even go so far as to say President Obama needs to be um, looked at for war crimes in Pakistan. I, I, I think the I mean, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter if um, we haven't declared war in Pakistan. We continually violate their airspace and drop bombs and kill civilians in Pakistan. And it seems like we can get away with it and it's just like let's just pretend let's just wave our magic wand and let's say the the new PRI president in Mexico wants to start, you know, they're like, well, the major customers for our cartels are actually um let's say they they determine that the major the use of cocaine is committed by Hollywood stars and, you know, in in LA and Hollywood. And let's just say, well, we've got to kill the end customer because then our cartels will not have anybody to sell to. Well, we would be up in arms if they started circling around, you know, their drones over Hollywood trying to wipe out, I don't know, Anybody, anybody famous, no, you can't take out Kim Kardashian or, you know, we would be up in arms or rightfully so. And then it just seems like Obama can get away with just war crimes and nobody ever seems to say much about it. And I think that's one of the reasons why we're in such a lull as a country. I mean, economics wise, and it just seems like um, everything else is like the, the foundation that we're sitting on is so toxic, not just in the financial markets, but in our foreign policy. That it just seems that um, that's one of the reasons why there's so much, I feel there's so much apathy in this election on who cares is because like, you know, I mean, we're sitting on a foundation that hasn't been corrected. I mean, Obama didn't want to look back in the past of the crimes that both Trump, Phil and Cheney did and, and possibly because... He knew he might be committing his own. Um, a lot of presidents have been, you know, committing what could be called war crimes. I mean, you know, President Reagan and Grenada. You know, I just killed the Republican. Like, I don't you know. They build the shrines to the guy, but, but, but yeah. I mean, some of his actions can be considered war criminal as well. Um, so, yeah basically it would be kind of you know like when you it, it's the, my mom used to always say when you point your finger at somebody you've got five pointing four pointing back well a fifth if you grew up near a nuclear power plant and you grew extra limbs but you have a you know you have fingers pointing back at you and it just doesn't ever seem like um it doesn't ever seem like the u.s is fully committed to not you know to have not our leaders do horrible things abroad so, um, uh, let's see, in other news, um, in slightly lighter news, uh, giant retail chain Target is now selling greeting cards honoring same-sex marriages or depending on which state you live, domestic partnerships, the cards featured such wording as Mr. and Mr. That sounds like a horrible TV show, actually. And then the, the other, the other one, two very special women, one very special love, um, Although I haven't heard uh, Crazy Christian Radio on this one in a while, I do know they're, um, th- that this whole thing will, would upset their, quote, Christian worldview. And I know that uh, they're most likely saying that Target has given in to the homosexual agenda. So I can actually write for the Christian right, because I know what they're going to say before they actually say it. I, I, it's just I've been that locked in. Um, <coughs> what makes this amazing, though, is this... Um, would really make it amazing if we substituted the word out Target and to put it in Walmart, because they're even more of a right-wing organization. But Target has had a, a checkered past for the LGBT community. Um, they once funded a gubernatorial uh, bid of Tom Emmer to the tune of 150000 and Toomer was known as not somebody that was too keen on the LGBT people. And then um, this, of course, provoked Lady Gaga to doing... Um, to killing a deal of her special exclusive edition of her album in retaliation for the deal. So that's some news. And then from the OC Weekly, one of the awesome stories that I just cannot believe wasn't picked up in a lot of places, uh, there's a guy named Michael Payne, and he's not the Michael Payne that hosts awesome Darkwing Eclectica. It's a different Michael Payne. Well, you <laughs> know... I mean, I love. I mean, you can't say it any better than they wrote it. So I'll say, I'll just pervade them. Say this on from the OC Weekly website. You don't tug on Superman's cape. Obviously, the Jim Croce song. You don't spit into the wind. You don't pull off the mask of the Lone Ranger. But you apparently don't mess around with Michael Payne's golf balls. So, anyways, Michael Payne came. He a round of like four golfers or three golfers were playing around, and then apparently he, Payne was ahead of them, and then accused um let's see he cu- accused one of uh, f- the 46 year old stranger uh, confronted him with allegations that they had stolen his golf balls before things got really ugly um one golfer was allegedly punched in the face by pain and then took who then took one of his golf clubs and bashed the wrist of a second player who was trying to flee his attacker in a golf cart. And um, that seems like a deleted scene from Happy Gilmore. I mean, it's it's horrible because the guy that's trying to flee in his golf cart, trying to call for help, that got hit in the wrist. Um, you know, I mean, it, it, I think he broke his wrist. But it, it's just the, the sight of that is just hilarious. It's like it's like when your little league coach, one one of the legal little league coaches, um, he got hit in the head with with the with the baseball. I mean, it just hit him right in the eye socket. But the whole thing about just him getting hit and going down. The fall was so funny. It's a horrifying event, but you're still trying not to laugh. It's just one of those cartoonish kind of things. So, um, and I do agree with the OC Weekly. If only a newscopter could have filmed the slowest high-speed chase ever. So they're trying to look for him. And what's th- not known is if he's just some, like, random guy, just completely not knowing where, you know, just, like, hopped the fence. They don't know if he actually paid for his tea time or if he just hopped the fence. But... Um, one thing we do know is he he uh, got upset at the golf course and had ro- roid rage at the golf course, which doesn't actually happen that often. So it's quite newsworthy when that does happen. Um, another story uh, that I kind of liked was um, the one thing you don't say at an auto accident is, I'm sorry, because that can put the evidence that that can be a that can be an admission of uh, guilt on your part. Uh, the last auto crash that I got into, I was kind of badass about it. I kind of um, I just got out of my car, uh, waited for the cops to come, sat by the wall, uh, drinking my coke like I was a stock car driver, and I had just ripped apart my own car, and I just was. So cocky about the whole thing that nobody ever questioned me about anything. So, anyways, it's just like, yes, it's embarrassing. Yes, the i5 can slow down at very drastic speeds very fast. And uh, so, anyways, uh, we're gonna let's see. I do have a call, but I'm not sure. I haven't said our thing in such a long time. If you have a question about, um, or if you have anything to add about what's your favorite election annoyance, 949-824-5824 is the number. I'm going to just take this on the air right now because I don't know if this is a caller or not. We're going to go for it. And hello, caller, you're on the air. And they wiped out so that anyways nine four nine eight two four five eight two four. if you want to get on this segment's topic of which your favorite story the news media just regurgitates and regurgitates and regurgitates about this election style st- uh, um, election uh, cycle and what do you want covered honestly I'm actually gonna should I should be having a um presidential candidate next week on my show it's not Mitt or Obama it's actually the Green Party candidate for um for the presidency. So um, what what do you you want asked of a presidential candidate? Is the other flip side of that question, 949-824-5824. Is there some kind of stimulus program that you really, really want seen passed? I mean, I have that. I would love to see high-speed rail passed. I would love to see routes from your Belinda to Newport Beach and uh, cover hitting John Wayne uh, Airport on the way. Going north to south, so the 55 kind of uh, gets alleviated of its traffic, and then I would like to see the one of the busiest routes on the whole OCTA system, Route 60, uh, made into a, a uh, monorail line as well, and then um, have it go to Long Beach uh, State every single trip, and then also extend it out to um, eastern, uh, east northeastern Irvine and um, the Mission Viejo area and have it start there, so it spans almost the whole county. That would be pretty nice too. So if there's any uh, stimulus package things that you would love to see infrastructure-wise here in Orange County elsewhere, and that's not being talked about in the election, nine four nine eight two four five eight two four is the number to call in. Uh, this is the Heather McCoy Show. And then one last thing about the Olympics I, I forgot to mention is, um, I think softball was eliminated as a sport last time and all the girls left their cleats on the field as kind of a saying goodbye to the Olympics for a while. Um, the one sport I wish would make it would be um, full contact America's Cup racing, which would be um, basically sailboats with cannons on them. And this isn't something I thought of. It was actually on a film called Return of the Kill of Tomatoes, and I think I have a clip. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Schmorgasbord of sports. I'm Charlie Jones with today's live coverage of full contact America's Cup. Now let's take a look at some of the taped highlights of this morning's competition. Today's action pits the United States against mighty Holland. Look out, there's a broadside that just missed the main man. The American boat opens up, bullseye. Score one for the good old USA. The Dutch boat is taking water. Yeah, I would love to see that. That would be, I think that would bring a whole new level of the sailing is full contact America's Cup racing. So uh, we're going to go out with a song um, and then we'll be back and Robert Larson will be um, get, filling us in on uh, what's happening on the other side of the Cleveland National Forest. This is the Heather McCoy Show. I might catch some perks.